Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference starts on Monday, June 22nd. On this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we'll talk about what we could see and hope to see at the show. Stay tuned. I'm Roman Loyola here with Michael Simon. Hello. And Jason Cross. Hello. Before we dive into the WWDC stuff, there was some kind of news that came up just recently. Apple and a developer called Basecamp are kind of involved in a... uh, A brouhaha, if you will. A (laughs) brouhaha. I was trying to think of a... uh, Yet another App Store fight. Yes, another App Store fight. And this is basically about Apple's cut. So yeah. Apple, for people who don't know, developers who sell their apps through Apple's app stores, Apple gets a 30% cut of that yeah. purchase. S- sell their apps and sell in-app purchases as well. Yeah, it's for subscriptions, it's a little bit different. It's 30% the first year, and then it drops, I think, to 15% for yeah. each year afterward. But it's still, it's a, it's a, hefty, it's a hefty fee they take. Right. And Google does the same thing. It's not just Apple. And Basecamp uh, has this app called Hey!, which is a, uh, I guess they're, we'll say their take on email. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an email service. So it's not, yeah, right. it's not just an email app to read your email from other right. places. It's a new email account for you. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a hey, hey.com email address is what yeah. you're mm-hmm. signing up for. And uh, right now it's in limited distribution. You have to have a, a, a code to get it and things like that. But Basecamp says they have followed the rules in terms of, this application, but Apple's like, uh, we're going to kick you out because you're basically doing something that we don't want you to do. And that is allowing users to pay for the app outside of Apple's infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, Specifically, there's no way to buy a subscription within the iOS Hey app. Right. That's that's the crux of the issue. Yeah. You're allowed to chart to let people subscribe elsewhere but you also have to let them subscribe within the app right? and, it ha- and the price has to be the same. You can't say, well, I'm just charging 30% more to cover Even my costs. That's right. not the case with everyone. That's, that's the biggest right. issue is that Apple so, offers stipulations and they offer exemptions and they say that, Hey, doesn't count for any of those categories. That it's right. So, so Hey is saying like, look, we, we, the rule, we followed the rule of like, you, we don't link anyone off and say like, Hey, Right. Uh, hey, and say you go, <laughs> go go to the go web here and to subscribe pay for, here. Yeah. They don't say anything like that. And uh, Apple's has over the years twisted itself into pretzels to carve out the right exceptions. Right. right? So yeah. anytime you buy physical goods like the Amazon app or something like that, they, they you can they can do right. all your payment processing. Apple can't. I mean, not Apple. Amazon can, and Apple doesn't take any kind of cut or anything like that. And anything that they consider a quote reader app uh, also falls in that category. So and th- there's also business Netflix. exclusions like like Slack, Netflix, Spotify. There's yeah. there's a lot of exclusions there. Right. Spotify so, actually charges more to compensate for Apple's thirty percent, and Apple allows that. Right, uh, and uh, Netflix doesn't allow a way to, right. to so, but they 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 consider that a reader app, I guess, because you can't edit the videos, which is because it's a, such a weird <laughs> yeah. So things like Slack and stuff like that, where you don't 
subscribe, they consider those uh, business enterprise apps and they're not considering, hey, a business and enterprise app. So it, there's just so many ifs and buts to yeah. their policies that it just yeah. doesn't, it kind of doesn't make sense. And the, the unspoken kind of cardinal thing here is that they're only giving it to apps that they absolutely need to have in the store. Right. If Netflix said, you know what, we're not offering an iOS app because we're not following your terms, that would hurt Apple tremendously. Right. Yeah. Hey.com hey email right now is not doing that so they can push them around a little bit. And yeah. Basecamp is, it, I think they're right to, to kind of call them out and say, hey, well, this, is, this is not. Yeah. yeah. And Apple doesn't give exemptions to specific apps, but they carve the rules right. in such exactly. a weird way that it does get just the, it, like you said, just the apps they really got to have. They really have to have. Yeah. Um, and that just makes it kind of obvious. Yeah, uh, and app, this is not the first time, and it won't be the last time that Apple's been called out for this. And now mm -hmm. the European Union is is investigating them for, uh, you know, their the, the practices within, within the app store as well, antitrust yeah. stuff. At some point, Apple's going to have to address this because there's too many times when high-profile developers, or, or and we don't know about all the little ones that they push around either. Like these are yeah. only people, people who have a soapbox and are able to, to, to augment these, these complaints. And there, there was a point at which you could say, uh, how many years ago where you could say like, look, they're building this ecosystem. They, you know, it's, it's difficult, but they're also requiring you to use this ecosystem. You can't sideload sure. apps unlike right. on an Android phone or something. There's no, there is no, yeah. there are no other app stores allowed. You can't sideload apps. Yeah. They're requiring you to do it and they're charging this sort of toll and they're a trillion and a half dollar company. Mm -hmm. This is not yeah. the way that they need to make money. Right. Um, they're making their yeah. money selling hardware. This is going to come up a lot. And yeah. everybody's been asking, hey, they have a developers conference starting next week. I wonder if they're going yeah. to address this at all. That would be the perfect time. Yeah. Funny, funny that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So WWDC is starting on Monday. And we thought we'd talk about what we think we could see and, you know, kind of mix that up with a little bit of what we want to see. And Jason wrote kind of a preview article about that. And I just thought maybe we could take it kind of Apple style and talk about the least important thing first and then talk about <laughs> the, the most important things last. Did Apple, did Apple patent that, that method of delivering presentations? <laughs> <laughs> so they make you sit through the first hour and a half and then they finally get to what you want to talk about? Are we, get, are we going to talk about macro customer satisfaction? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, macro and the uh, Apple retail. So let's talk about Apple retail. Um, they haven't, you know, the last couple of years, they haven't necessarily done that. They, they, was it iOS 12 or something? They like started right in on iOS 12. Yeah, that's true. They're like the first big slide yeah. was like about how much faster and more reliable yeah. it's going to be. And stuff. Yeah, so I think it, it was last wonder. year that where they, they specifically said, we're not going to do any of that stuff because we have too much to get through. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And maybe they'll do it again this this year because there there seems to be a lot this year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, in a, in a, a, in a presentation that, that's either canned or in front of a no audience, to go on and on about how great Apple is, it's going to be a little weird. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's weird to do that when there's no audience like, yeah. clap or something. Like, for instance, we won't hear any reaction to when Apple kicks off WWDC, the keynote with an with uh, their plans for HomePod. Yeah. 
We'll see. Right. Do you think we're going to be see anything about home I like pod? I like how this this is the least important thing Apple does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there have been rumors of a of a new home new HomePod hardware, which For would a while be now. Yeah. Uh, a less expensive HomePod, maybe yeah. maybe a HomePod Mini, HomePod Two, whatever they call it, but a less expensive HomePod. There's been rumors for a while now um, yeah. that they introduced the original HomePod at WWDC a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. So wouldn't surprise me if, especially yeah. if they have things to talk about with Apple Music service, that would be a very. And I, I do think that um, hundred dollar HomePod, assuming that that would be the price, that that would be a pretty enticing device for apple to release yeah i mean i think I, I, amazon and google and, and apple now have proven that people don't necessarily care for high fidelity high fidelity audio and a smart speaker they yeah. just don't yeah everybody makes one google makes one amazon makes one they're not big sellers right they want 50 to 100 smart speakers that they can put in their house listen to music whether it's HomePod quality is irrelevant they just yeah. they just want that ability, and I think and, a ninety nine dollar HomePod would, would and all would the non music well. stuff, you know, which is yeah. uh, maybe a bit if a big focus of uh, the next iOS and everything is improvements to Siri, improvements right. to HomeKit, then that's yep. uh, the ideal time for them to say, and we have a HomePod that's not all sure. about music; it's all yeah. about Siri and HomeKit. And I don't and think HomePod it would be ninety nine dollars. The, <laughs> the, the original one is. 250 now is that what yeah they it was wasn't it 300 and bucks originally it was 300 they cut it to 250 and it regularly sells for 200 at like best buy and stuff yeah i still so, think one 150 is kind of my maybe idea. i mean i remember when the ipod was out and the shuffle was rumored and people were saying that it would cost i forget 150 one and, it, and they, they debuted it i think it was 99 bucks that's true and it sold like wildfire at the time because the ipod was a 500 dollars device it was expensive and that was like a real you know we want everyone to have this type of type of product yeah so we'll see it would be a vehicle for apple music it would be a vehicle for you know siri who is uh, which is languishing dramatically behind the other assistants you know it's really what apple needs right now where it's positioning the company in this kind of post iphone world the other bit that would be a big sort of siri and especially apple music thing would be airpod studio another yeah. another bit we've been hearing about for a while now and they've started to find hidden in iphone ios betas like the little glyphs you know that you would see for in the status bar or something you know kind of the little yeah. of that and that would be over the ear high end headphones, you know, three hundred dollar to three to four hundred dollar over the ear noise canceling high end yep. headphones, uh, and that, that we might see those at WWDC might be announced. Yeah, I think that that would be a, a smart move as well. I mean, those those types of headphones still have a, a big audience. The, mm -hmm. uh, Sony makes a pair that people like. Bose obviously Beats, yep. and I think the AirPods now is. An ambiguous enough name where those would AirPod Studio would sell and you know be very visible and very one of those cool niche products that people want to have. Oh yeah, they'd be they'd be huge. I mean, yeah. um, people are buying AirPods like crazy. Yeah, um, and and part of that is the size and how easy they are to use and stuff. But I think it'd be hugely successful. Yeah, yeah a lot of people just don't like earbuds. I mean, yeah. A lot of you know they're popular, but a lot of people just want. Regular when listening to music, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Prefer I prefer cans. I like, uh, yeah, me too. 
I don't know if I'd pay 350 bucks for a pair of AirPods, but maybe. We'll see, I mean, if, if if they have all the cool those those cool like magnetic switching things and the and the customability that has been rumored, that that might be something that that puts them over 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 the top over the over the Sony's yeah. and the Bose's of the world. And just even better sound quality, you know, just yeah. to, just kind of taking that next step over Bose and Sony, who are mm-hmm. going back and forth right now on noise canceling and music quality and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, AirPods has AirPods Pro specifically has shown that Apple made huge advancements in mm-hmm. you know this kind of your 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 pod tile style audio <laughs> so yeah i'd yeah. like to see that another rumored product is the apple air tags which are these bluetooth yeah. tile uh, i think those are just going to be rumors forever <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah we've been hearing about them for a while there's while. been stuff hidden in like iOS code for a while. Yeah. Uh, it's all a matter of, I, it's kind of one of those secrets that's so badly kept that it's a matter of when, not if. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like they're so far behind. Like Bluetooth trackers are not a thing that people even think about. Much yeah. Like they're just, yeah. they're, they're, but know, Apple five has years that, ago it was cool. Apple has that big advantage of, um, you don't, you don't need the apps, right? You don't need other people to have the apps to find right. your stuff, which is the, right. the thing that, you know, everybody with any iOS device is going to be able to locate your lost stuff, even without having to download apps and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So that's just a huge advantage. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they're making these things, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they announced them together with new iPhones this fall or something. Yeah, maybe an ultra wideband chip, that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a priority product to release at WWDC. It's a product they can release any time, really. Yeah, right. So, and the, <laughs> you know, they also have to if, if they if they do announce them, they have to be priced to move. I mean, they can't. There was rumors that they were going to come in a leather case and be fifty bucks. Like they that can't be. Like they have Not to be affordable each. enough. They have to be yeah. affordable where you can buy a pack of them for a relatively impulsive buy. And stick them on everything that you have. Otherwise, they're they're it's pointless. Yeah, like a three pack for a hundred bucks is is kind of the that's about the ceiling. Yeah, ceiling like like the yeah. tile makes a bunch of different products. That's kind of like where their high end product is, and I imagine it doesn't sell as well as their cheaper stuff. Yeah, I, I would think so. And tiles always go on sale. Also, Apple stuff True. doesn't generally have those types of Amazon fire sales that we see. But maybe you know Amazon. Amazon does put Apple stuff on sale way more than we used to see. What is uh, interesting to me about that product is the potential for Apple to build it into their products. You're yeah. seeing this with Tile, where they're licensing their their protocol and spec and stuff like that to other headphone makers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you'll buy a pair of Bang and Olufsen headphones or something like that, but it's got like a built-in Tile tracking. Mm. It would be really cool if your AirPods Studio had built-in AirTags, yeah. essentially, yeah, yeah. right? They that had that be, functionality that built cool. in, and all these other accessories you start to buy. Some future version of AirPods, or at least the case, it's got that built-in yeah. capability. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, that might be what all these rumors are. Maybe it's just Apple experimenting with something that you're just going to put inside their products. Mm. Eventually, yeah. anyway, never even sell a standalone. Could be. So we don't think that Apple will, will release any new services at WWDC, but 
maybe a service bundle? Uh, I mean, I, I, it's not a new service, but I'd like to see some changes to iCloud. That thing is, is yeah. overpriced still. And yeah, that, the pricing of iCloud is pretty well in line with other cloud yeah, services, the, but the yeah, free yeah. tier is garbage. It's, that's, that's more of what I said. And it's also, there's no like benefit, like Google Drive or Google One, if you pay for it, you yeah. get all sorts of different little benefits throughout the year. This is just, here's some cloud storage and that's it. Yeah. Like they don't really tie it into their whole thing with services. Like, like they could make iCloud so much better. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, a bundle is a bundle. I don't know. It seems like a no brainer. I don't, I don't understand why they don't have one already. Yeah. And, and the bundle, I mean, they can bundle basically iCloud storage, news plus TV yep. plus and music and all into one. Yeah. You know. For what? Like, 25 bucks or something. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? And it, but the idea bucks. would be like, look here, you get this and you're set for your family. Uh, they all include yeah. family sharing. It's yep. just one price. You get all this good stuff for your, for your family. Yeah. Um, I think so, we do I very mean, well. I do too. Yeah. So do we think there will be a new Apple TV announced at WWDC? Uh, I think there's a new Apple TV in the works. I don't know if it'll be announced there. I don't even know if it's really worthy of an announcement. It seems like it's just, you know, a new chip and a maybe, I don't even know. Is, is it more than just a chip? <laughs> I might just so do that. The, the rumor is it's got an A12X or A12Z yeah. in it, which is the iPad version of the A12 yeah. um, in it. And otherwise looks like an Apple TV, but no word on the remote, which is the part that everybody mm. wants <laughs> them to change. Yeah. So, and, and it's just like, it's not like they've said no new remote. They've just said like, we, we don't know. It, it just, Hmm. Same Apple TV. So the, I feel like they, that's the kind of thing they would just release it on the web yeah. unless they had a lot of Apple TV stuff to talk about. Like TVOS was getting really cool changes and all this other stuff. And they'd say, oh, and Apple TV is better yeah, than yeah. ever. And blah, 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 here's a price, right. price cut new processor. Right. Yeah. My, 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 my inkling is that if we haven't heard rumors of a new remote, there isn't one. But I mean, I guess they could be keeping it secret. The only yeah. thing they keep secret is the Apple TV remote. <laughs> uh, could be, yeah. I I'm definitely don't expect a price drop because new processor, the other rumors basically double the storage. It sounds like well, this, this would yeah. just be an upgrade, but not yeah, cheaper. Maybe. And it needs to be cheaper. They really, their biggest it's, problem yeah. is that Apple TV yeah. is too expensive. Yeah, I agree. It's, I mean, I have, I have like all of them probably in some way, shape, or form. And, and I, I constantly go back to Apple TV. It has the best interface, the best quality. It's, it's fantastic, but mm -hmm. it is. It's, it's like double the price of everything else. Yep. Yeah, there hasn't been any rumors in terms of TV OS either. Uh, you know. Yeah, there, uh, there really are. Apple, yeah, you know, even, even last year when they did a lot of really big things with TV OS, yeah. uh, like multiple yeah. users and all this stuff, you, you just didn't hear about it till WWDC. It's not one of those things. That I mean, there's, there's not a ton of, of uh, rumors about iOS either. It's a couple, but not, yeah. certainly not what 10 or 14 things that they're going to demo that are major changes, whatever they, whatever they usually do. Yeah. So, um, you know, Apple, it's like the one thing they can keep under wraps is their software. Well, Mike brought up iOS, so maybe we can transition now to the to the major products. Yeah, the things we know they're definitely going to talk about are new OSs. That's yes. always yeah. the thing. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they they literally say that in the announcement. Let's talk yeah. about the new OSs. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, but some of the things that have been rumored about iOS 14, uh, like built-in call recording, 
Yeah, that's Which, that's that's nice. Yeah. Um, I I think that's not going to happen, but that would be so great. <laughs> I would be so happy. <laughs> and then um, built-in Safari translation is another feature. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Siri will offline translate web pages yeah. in Safari. That'd be pretty cool. Very That'd cool. Be cool. That hasn't been rumored for Mac OS either, has it? The Safari translation? No, but I imagine it's... It yeah, would it have, it would have, yeah I mentioned the Siri, whatever Siri change would go with Mac OS. Yeah, too. it would yeah. be a Safari thing that would be across yeah. all of their implementations of Safari. Yeah. Uh, there were rumors of some clips tools for developers. This is Some of these features are also for iPad OS 14. In particular for iPad OS, Apple Pencil support on websites, which I think a lot of people would really like. Yeah, right now you can do that like screenshot and markup thing, but they're talking about using pencil to select stuff, to write in forms, to enter, to replace your keyboard basically, you know, which yeah. would be, I think people who have iPads have been hoping for that for a while. Uh, there's also rumors of some UI and navigation tweaks, like like usual, like a Mac style cursor in iPad OS, yeah, I which I think a lot of people want. I don't like the little blobby thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be an arrow, but it could be better than what it is. Yeah. Uh, some improvements to maps, which uh, they've yeah, been already kind of every year. It. Yeah. That happens yeah. kind of every year. Yeah. Uh, they have to good. keep up with Google maps. Uh, well, I don't know if they're keeping up, but they're trying. <laughs> right. They have to try. The main thing I want out of apps, I mean apps, out of maps uh, now is to for them to dump um, Yelp uh, and have mm. their own thing because all all the info on like business hours and ratings and all that stuff, it's from Yelp. And it's not that Yelp's data is bad, but you get a very limited amount of it. And then you have to, if you tap on something and you want more info, it just dumps you out to Yelp, which... Right really really pushes you downloading their app really hard oh yeah you can't just do it on if you click on anything you have to go <laughs> anything. to yelp apps. it's ridiculous right yeah. it's so and and there's there's a certain amount of like yelp being gamed by the people gaming yelp system and stuff yeah. like that that i don't yeah. like so it, it would be kind of neat if apple just if they didn't buy yelp if they just said like well we're going to have our own sort of way to have photos and hours and ratings and stuff the way Google's maps and does. You, you would think that, you know, with the rumors of the AR glasses, they would need that. Like their own proprietary rating system for this stuff. They don't want to rely on third-party yeah. people for that. Just like with maps, they they relied yeah. on third-party data yeah, so much. Happen, yeah. And it was it worked, it got them up and running quickly. Yeah, but, but it, it set them back years. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be a good thing. Probably the big thing that's going to happen at WWDC involves the Mac. And yeah, not it's, funny, just... it's funny how that is because usually that's <laughs> like a quickie little thing that we don't pay attention to. But yeah, this is right. this year could be the Mac's year. So not only will we could see a new iMac that's been rumored, but there's this whole ARM transition that's been in the news recently. To, to let people know what, what we mean is, is Apple in all their iOS devices makes their own processors and they use a different instruction set arm, which is a different company uh, versus the x86 instruction set of Intel chips, which is what's in Macs. Uh, and the, the talk is Apple's going to start making its own chips for Macs, 
and they're going to be like the chips and iPads and stuff. They're going to use their the ARM instruction set, plus have things that they make themselves, like the neural engine for machine learning and all this other stuff. Um, and to be clear, the rumor is not that we're going to suddenly see a bunch of ARM Macs at WWDC, but right. that just like they did when they went from PowerPC to Intel, they're going to announce to the world, yes, we're going to make our own chips for Macs. It's a transition. Here's what the transition is going to look like. Developers can get started, all that kind of stuff. It'd just be huge news, but the actual products you'd be able to buy that Macs with, it, with an Apple chip in them aren't expected until next year. Yeah, yeah according still, to the rumors. It, it would be monumental for Apple, huge. for Intel, for everyone in the industry. I mean, there aren't many... Uh, ARM-based PCs out there at all. There, you know, Intel yep. has the lion's share, and then some, of of, of what's out there. So it, this would be a, a seismic shift in PCs, in PC manufacturing and engineering yeah. and development and everything else. To be clear, they still would. Uh, Macs aren't uh, the most aren't aren't in any way, shape, or form like more than ten percent of all sure, PCs shipped but they're, shipped but in the they're world. very visible and very, very visible, mainstream. Yeah. The sense that people, when a new Mac is released, people know about it. No one hears about a new HP or a new Dell or a new Compact like like they do a Mac. Yep. And if people are wondering why Apple is doing this, it's you know there are multiple reasons. Apple's pretty yeah. much, in terms of developing for Intel, they've kind of hit the ceiling. You know, it's yeah. it happens with all technology. It happened with. Uh, the 6800 series, they hit the ceiling and had to switch to PowerPC. And then it yep. happened with PowerPC and they had to switch to Intel. Yep. So it, it, it happens that they basically have hit the development ceiling with uh, Intel chips and they need to move on to a new technology that can support what they want to do in the future. That means yeah, more than just, just going 5%, 10% faster every year doing the same things. You know, when you look at iOS and what they're doing, they're doing all this work on the image processor. They're doing all this work on this neural engine, yeah. and the GPU, and all this other, all these other areas. And then they divide, design products with features built around all that work they're doing. Mm -hmm. And they can't do that on the Mac. Yeah, yeah. They, they have some co-processors, as they call them, on, on their Macs, but they're all kind of cobbled together. They don't work as seamless as they do on mm -hmm. iOS. And you know, this has been a long time coming. The Yep. The Intel transition didn't really deliver the kind of yields and innovation that Apple wanted from day one. And this says, you know, they, the, 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 the roadmap wasn't quite what was hoped for. I kind and of disagree with that. This will... I, I think, I think th things like the MacBook Air just weren't going to happen okay. in PowerBC. They, they, they weren't even able to deliver the smaller notebook that they were supposed to do on PowerPC. They, they couldn't get it out. And, and that was yeah. part of his, his announcement of the transition is like, we haven't been able to deliver this for you yet. Yeah, yeah, okay. Much right. less like the whole Mac ecosystem we see now, the, the way the iMac is, the way that MacBooks are and stuff like that it just wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I guess I'm thinking more of just, you know, the, like the last two, two to five years. But yeah, 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 like Roman said, they hit the true. ceiling and it's been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I wasn't thinking of uh, well, that. That was all five. So yeah, you're right. Um, particularly with the with the laptops, they've they've, they've come a long way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Intel just isn't bringing what Apple needs right now. And whatever plans it has for the future, it needs to to switch to its own chips to 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 bring it. Whether or not that brings a lot of headaches 
for users, for developers, and all that other stuff remains to be seen. But um, yeah. certainly from an engineering standpoint, this is, it's, it's, it's kind of a necessity. Even so, without that, I think we're going to see some cool macOS stuff, though. Yeah, it's funny. The past few WWDCs, as we said, macOS has kind of just got like the five-minute, here are the five new features, yeah. uh, spotlight. Yeah. And now let's talk about iOS for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> macOS hasn't gotten like a huge feature dump yeah. in, re in recent past. But, you know, I'm sure they'll show off, may probably show off some new apps that have been converted using their, their whole Catalyst program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Sure. Things like that. Well, that was the biggest thing in macOS in recent years was yeah. them with this catalyst idea and bringing apps like TV and stuff to the Mac. That was kind of a big deal at this last year. And I think that's going to, we're going to see that continue a lot because they're, they're yeah. going to have to make that case that like, look, as we're bringing our own processors to Mac, it's going to be easier to develop those, all those iOS type apps that you've been making for yeah. our processors. Look, it's going to be seamless for you guys. You're going to use yeah. the same frameworks and how easy it is. And it's going to start with Mac OS 10.16, whatever they call it, <laughs> and uh, where they have all these things. I personally want to see things like Messages have all the features it has on iOS. Right. You know, yeah. I, I want a Catalyst Messages app. Yeah. I just said I, I also want a blue icon for the uh, for the Messenger app on, <laughs> for, for the Messages app on, on iOS. I don't quite understand why it's green. I never understood yeah. it, and it, it bothers me tremendously. I want the I want the Mac version of that. Yeah. yeah. Why uh, Why is it green? Is when they like throw you off into SMS land. Right. Blue is <laughs> the, the blue bubbles the, the blue, big blue means deal. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So there are rumors of a new iMac. Uh, as we were saying, it won't yeah. be it won't be ARM based. It will have yeah, an Intel, Intel processor. Yeah. Uh, Intel rumor, and AMD graphics. Yeah. But the rumor is that the new iMac will be modeled after Apple's Pro Display XDR, mm -hmm. which be, would be a yeah. nice change because Apple's had this current design for a long time now. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's... Since, since like pre-Intel transition, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, it's, it's a good design. It's just that yeah. I think some of us who have been, you know, using Macs for a long time would like to see something different. I mean, there's, that's the thing. The design isn't bad. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, be it's nice, nice to see something new. Right. It's yeah. probably the, the nicest all-in-one still that you can buy. Anybody yeah. Can I mean, if you look at the PC space, you can see where things have moved beyond so much. Like these bezels are huge. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous, right? <laughs> yeah, like this is, this is not a 2020 product in terms mm -hmm. of its industrial design. Right. You know, if we do see a new iMac, would this be the first non-Johnny Ive designed iMac? Or do you think he still had a hand in it before he left? Yeah, good question. That's we a good question. don't know. And he's still apparently contracting for Apple yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I guess. So I mean, knows? that was kind of like a rumor of sorts. I don't know yeah. what, what, he, what role he actually has. If that was just kind of a let him down easy for the press. Or if he's actually like you know working as hard or uh, as yeah, I don't think he was. he's as involved. But yeah, I don't think there's any way we'll ever know. No, maybe not. I know it will be. 
it's going to be a, they're going to have a cool video showing it off and it's not going to have Johnny Ives right. voice <laughs> talking about the aluminum frame. Well, was, was Ive involved in the design of the pro display XDR? Probably. I assume so. Cause that yeah. was, be, that was technically released before he left. And it, it takes think. a couple of years at least. To yeah. Right. Year. And that, that right. kind of had his fingerprints all over it. Like you can, you can tell that was a Johnny Ive design and if they're just taking that design and moving it here maybe right that was my point right yeah so it's an indirect right it's an indirect influence so to speak it may also look more like the ipad pro some people are saying and i think that's sort of apple's forward design language from here is that these that's that's what's rumored for the next iphone sort of flat that flat edges Sharper corners with flat edges and stuff like that is is kind that, of like you know around. uniform bezel all the way around. Yeah, you know as skinny as it can be. Uh, so do you guys think they'll charge extra for the stand for the iMac? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a thousand bucks. This computer starts at twelve ninety nine. The stand starts at nine ninety nine. Uh, no, it'll have an integrated stand, but I just hope it moves up and down. Yeah, the current stand yeah. tilts, but it doesn't move up and down and it's too low yeah yeah and the pro display xdr stand is adjustable and you can even pivot the screen yeah Yeah. that would be the that would be an awesome imac feature can you imagine if you could just move it way up and turn it 90 degrees and have a big tall screen i mean i i can see them being part of the imac pro you know that Mm -hmm. end of things i don't know if they would allow that functionality on the the, the on the regular do. iMac, yeah, it, it, I don't think it would serve a, an important purpose for most people, but it would right. be so cool. <laughs> it would it's be the kind of cool. thing you, they show on stage and show in a commercial, and you're just and people go, "Ooh, that would be like a, a classic Steve Jobs moment," you know? Yeah, that, like, wow, the wow moment that everyone plays in the next two years. Yep, like when he pulled the the MacBook Air out of the folder and stuff. Right. The other thing I was wondering about the lineup itself, Apple currently offers, you know, the 4K and 5K models. Mm -hmm. And then they also offer a standard display model, which is their affordable uh, iMac. I'm wondering how they're going to approach that if they do have this new Pro XDR type iMac. They might just leave one of the current iMacs as the affordable that could be yeah that could be yeah for the time being i think it's ultimately the new design will take over the whole yeah line and and the and there will just be no more low res everything will be some flavor of retina right (laughs) it'll come in two sizes it'll be a retina display and but yeah, I, I can see them maybe cutting the price by a hundred bucks or something and keeping it around with no changes whatsoever and just selling it for a little bit cheaper as the affordable um, desktop. That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 702. I'd like to thank Jason Cross. Thank you. And thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time.